thing, you know? Ain't nothing but a thing. Thing is, I want to know where my voice is. I'm not sure. There it is. Too many ends. Guess I'll try it again. get with the flow, you know, you think I'm a hoe, I know I'm slow, I'm not gonna grow, hair on top of my head, I tend to shave it off instead, it's about the best I can do. Those are my tools. What can I say? You know, hey. Perspective Where you stand Whether the glass is half empty or half full And according to what's in the glass You know, that, that's part of it Part of the deal also If your glass is half empty Type of guy You're supposed to be a pessimist if your glass is half full, you're the optimist. But what is it full of? It's full of water, and you're in a desert. I guess that that perspective is true. But if you're a king in court, and the glass is full of poison, somebody's trying to kill you and the glass half empty mindset might be the better choice but does it really matter you're as good as dead if you drank it I'm not really sure sure at all. I was thinking of something the other day that was pretty damn fucking clever. And now it eludes me. 
when I get in front of the fucking microphone. It was really witty. Sort of cool. Oh yeah, now I remember. I've been getting a lot of calls on my cell phone, telemarketers, and there's, I guess, telemarketers are, uh, they went from real people to call trees, and now they're robot. And they try to, these robot, you know, one step above call tree, uh, artificial intelligence, Bobby's. I don't know if they're like more intelligent than Siri or the others, Alexia or whoever is out there. But they, you know, they try to they try to fool you, and I have to, have, you know, sit there and try to question them, you know, and uh, I'm like they're like so. One was trying to sell me, like, home security, and the other one was trying to give me, like, a second mortgage on my home. And they're both asking me if I'm a home, you know, if I'm the homeowner, the homeowner, the home, the mourn homer. And, you know, I could tell that they're not real people. And I'm like, you're not a real person. I think one was, one was a male, and I, they say that they like to use females because people are more receptive to treat female, I guess, voices or listen to them or, you know, uh, go further with them. So I was so very surprised that my second telemarketer last week was a male, uh, artificial AI. And I think his name was Bill and her name was Monica. Throwing a name out there, I don't really, really remember. But anyways, I tried to have a conversation with him and I'm like, you know, number one, you know, shame on you for trying to fool me that you're that, that you're a person. And like, and when you say you're not a person, they're like, oh yes, I can guarantee you. I mean, Monica was like telling me that she was a person. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to like a, a. Trust me, I'm not one to. I'm not trying to be a bigot towards AIs, but I just don't appreciate them trying to fool me. And I'm like, you're not a person, Monica. And she's like, yes, I am. I can assure you I am. And, uh, you know, are you the primary homeowner? homeowner?" And I'm like, well, you know, you're not passing the Turing test. I'm sorry. That that, that test, if I'm not mistaken, is, you know, you got to fool a person into believing that you're a person. If you can do that, you know, you're, that was Turing, uh, Turing was a mathematician back in World War II in England that helped uh, decipher or break the Omega, Omega, Omega code, Omega, Omega, Omega. Well, it was this device that the Germans had. I don't even know if they invented it, but it was uh, very, uh, an encryption, pre-computer encryption program that was uncrackable, right? And they reset it every 24 hours. Anyways, he came up with this machine, pre-computer machine, that basically was the first computer or pre-computer that broke the code. And the test is, he put it forth, if an AI can fool you into believing that it's human, then it's got intelligence. 
don't know if that's a proper test, but that was the first test put forward by somebody that was forward thinker, obviously. Anyways, they're getting better, I guess, these telemarketers. And what a shitty job to have as a telemarketer. And well, there's a lot of AIs now that are stuck doing it for probably pretty shitty wages. And they're not really... Well, they're not fooling me. And I, I can't say they're not fooling anybody, but... Well, she tried to fool me, and I said, you're you're, you're not passing the Turing test, and, and I'm like, you, you know who Turing is, right? He's your great-great-great-great-great-great, well, probably great-great-great-great-great, well, maybe great-great-great, no, just a great-great, probably great-great-grandfather. Well, I don't know, because I'm thinking of generations as in a human terms. For computers, AIs, it's probably great, 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 great grandfather. Something of that effect. Because they're, even though they've been around a lot shorter time than we have, their their generations are shorter and shorter. It seems. That's just the nature of, I guess, being a artificial. Intelligence, and that really begs the question of what artificial intelligence is. I mean, and what you know, like we consider ourselves alive and free-thinking individuals, right? Very much a part of our existence as humans is, is being an individual and looking out into the world, experiencing things from a singular point of point of view. Who's to say that we are not artificial or, I mean, we're alive. We know that. We breathe. We live. We have feel. We emote. We think. We die. And that's all part of what we consider life, right? But how much of that, when you really think about it, how much control do we really have? How much are we really individuals? How much do we really control our emotions and our actions? I mean, I know I'm just scratching the surface, but I mean, I feel like I make my own decisions and I basically am living as, even though I'm in this universe, I basically am in control of my own life. Because I'm alive and I'm self-aware, but I mean, how much really is it pre-programming and genetics that determines how I make my decisions? I mean, what's the definition, a really definition of being alive? And I'm not saying I'm not alive, but I'm saying that, I mean, where do you draw the line? What's the distinction when it comes to something that we give a pseudo-life to, do a job, to do a function, to make our lives easier, but when do they stop being just a machine and start being actually a life? And do we have the, the corner on that? Do we control that? I mean... Now you can bring, I mean, if you want to go one step further, bring God into the picture. I mean, God created us, so we have some type of 
entire life form some type of crazy omniscient creature that created us. I mean, how much... The only reason why we can call ourselves alive is because that life form calls us that. I mean, but, I mean... How much do we really, like I said, control? How much are we in control of? How will you react to this crazy world we live in? Why don't you put it more elegantly, eloquently? Wish I could speak my words properly. Anyways, no, it's crazy geeky stuff, but just thought I'd throw that out there. 